Well, hello, everybody at the Church of Junction 10. It's just uh, so good to have this opportunity to uh, chat to you for a few minutes today. Uh, I actually remember speaking at the Church of Junction 10, and I want to say maybe 15 years ago, maybe even more. Uh, but uh, it's so good to be able to just chat to you for a few minutes today. Trust you're all keeping well, praying for you in this season. I know that... Uh, these are very strange times. I, I've run out of words to describe the sheer weirdness of this uh, season. And uh, now as we're coming into some kind of, I don't know, some kind of normality again, whatever that is, uh, just praying for you that you'll know the grace of God uh, through all of that. Uh, I've been asked to share just a short word today to encourage your heart. That's exactly what I intend to do. And uh, I want to encourage you to lean in over these next few minutes as well, because uh, there may just be a word from heaven here that will help you uh, through this uh, season. Let me begin by telling you a little story of something that happened to me earlier this year, and it all bears uh, significance to the message. I was invited to speak at a conference in Germany. And so this was back in February. So I went out to the conference and I did something that no preacher should ever do, which is that I didn't bother to take any preaching notes with me. Quite an intentional thing on my part. It wasn't that I forgot them or anything. I just deliberately decided not to bring any preaching notes with me. Now, those of you who are preachers will know what a a uh, ridiculous thing that is to do because you might have a bad day, whatever, whatever. But I felt I should do it because I wanted to have this sense of bringing a word from heaven to the a thousand or so people who were attending this uh, conference down around uh, Stuttgart, it was. So uh, I went out to the conference and went to the first session. I wasn't the speaker in the first session, and it was wonderful. It was fantastic. And then I went back to my room. I got my notebook out. I got my pen out, and I was ready for a download from heaven. And I got absolutely nothing. I mean, just nothing. I got nothing. And I said, Lord, you want, would, you, would you care to speak to me right now? And I didn't hear anything. And the only thing that I felt the Holy Spirit whisper into my heart was, have a rest. So I did exactly that. So I climbed into bed and I slept for about one hour. And when I woke up after that hour, it was like the most refreshing sleep I've had for years. It was just so strange. I think that God was trying even through that to teach me a lesson. You see, before that, I'd been getting really busy and doing lots of speaking and lots of traveling. And of course, being a local pastor as well, lots of work to do. And I felt the Holy Spirit was teaching me a lesson, which is that there is a spiritual thing going on. When you can sleep in the midst of pressure, in a sense, that is an act of faith. And when you can be at rest in times of pressure, uh, we find it much easier to receive from God. So anyway, I woke up and as soon as I woke up from that rest, uh, Psalm 121 came right into my heart and I knew that I should preach about that Psalm uh, that evening. And I did exactly that. And we saw it was like the glory of God was in that venue that night. It was really very powerful. And when I um, got back to England again after having been in Germany, <clears throat> I felt a, a release in my heart to share uh, some thoughts on Psalm 121. I felt 
the Lord say that every time you get a chance to address um, a bunch of people or a church, um, just talk about Psalm 121. Now, you've got to remember, of course, that when I uh, when was in Germany, this was before uh, what we know now as the crisis. We didn't understand the extent of uh, how things were at that time. But since that time, I have to say that Psalm 121 has become like an anthem in my heart that has sustained me through this season. And that's why I want to share. That's why I feel really passionate about sharing it with you today. It's a well-known psalm. The psalmist says, I will lift up my eyes to the hills. And then he asks the question, where does my help come from? Then he gives the answer, my help comes from the Lord, the maker of the heavens and the earth. Now, what's really interesting about this psalm is that the psalmist is not talking to God. That's the first thing. He's not talking to God. He is talking about God, but he is talking to himself. And there right away is a lesson for all of us, Uh, especially in a season like this, that self-talk at this time really matters. You know, it's one thing to talk to God. And of course, we should always be talking to God. Prayer should be just a, you know, an everyday thing that should be happening in our lives. But, uh, you know, if there's a lesson in Psalm 21 right away, it's that how we talk to ourselves really matters as well. And the psalmist begins with a decision. I will, those are the first two words. I will look Uh, up uh, to the hills. I will. It's a decision of his heart. And, uh, you know, maybe I'm, this is conjecture now, but uh, um, maybe there's a sense in which when the psalmist woke up that morning, maybe there was a sense in which he didn't really feel like lifting up his eyes to the hills and looking to God. Maybe maybe he felt a bit discouraged. Well, I wonder, have you had uh, a few mornings like that in this season where you've woken up disorientated, discouraged, you've got worries about your job, you've got worries about finances, you've got worries about your kids, you've got worries about this, worries about that, worries about the other thing. So sometimes you can wake up and you don't really feel like, you know, looking up and having this posture of praise. And yet, the psalmist said, I will. So there's almost, there's almost a sense of uh, a battle even to get to that point, the battle to decide I will lift up my eyes above the hills. And by the way, a better translation uh, than I will lift up my eyes to the hills, a better translation would be I will lift up my eyes above the hills. Not just looking to the hills, but I'm going to lift up my eyes above Above the hills, this speaks to me of posture. This speaks to me of demeanor. I think it really matters in a season like this, our posture, our demeanor. So we have the choice, uh, in even in current circumstances, where we can look down. And in one sense, naturally, why would we want to look up in a season like this? We've never been this way before. The world's in a mess. Our nation is in a mess. And so we can very easily look down on our circumstances, but there's something about the posture of looking down that is not helpful. And I think that's why the psalmist encourages us. He says, I will, I will look up 
not just to the hills, I will look up above the, the mountain, above the hills. And there's something about looking up in a season like this. Perspective means everything. I want to encourage you today that in the midst of the natural worries that all of us have, and I guess that I guess the reason why some of us are probably feeling really tired, constantly tired in this lockdown is because there's little niggling worries going on in our minds. Sometimes those worries, we're very conscious of them. And then sometimes I wonder whether some of those worries are, are, are subconscious worries, but whatever's going on, the psalmist is giving us some absolutely gold advice, pl- pure platinum gold. I will look up. I will look up. I will lift up my eyes above the hills. I will look up. Perspective means everything. I remember many years ago, uh, I was uh, uh, in the west coast of Wales over in Aberystwyth. We were just having a few days of rest. And myself and a couple of fellows who were with me, we decided to go fishing off the coast of uh, West Wales. So uh, we found this guy who was an old fisherman and he was an old school fisherman. And we paid him a bit of money and it was a four hour uh, fishing trip. So we would go out try to catch some mackerel and then come back and barbecue them that night. So we left the harbour and as we're leaving the harbour, the old fisherman said, now he said, boys, when we're out, we're out, he said, and there is no going back. He said, no matter how sick anybody is, when we're out, we're out. He was old school captain. So we thought, well, it's easy and it looked like a reasonably nice day anyway. But we had no sooner got out of the the harbour when an old storm seemed to whip up the ocean, uh, you know, the Irish Sea, and the waves, I've never seen waves like it uh, in my life. Just when we got beyond the harbour, massive waves, and, uh, you know, it was really, you know, you felt really queasy, and you could hardly do any fishing because of the storm that was going on. You couldn't get a lot done. And as I'm in this storm, suddenly I remembered meeting an old sailor many, many years ago. And this old sailor gave me a piece of advice, which at the time I thought was a useless piece of advice, but actually came in rather handy in the circumstance in West Wales. And the old sailor said to me, he said, if you ever find yourself at sea during a storm, He said, here's what you do. You lift up your eyes and you look at the horizon. Don't look anywhere else. Just look at the horizon. He said, and if you keep your eyes on the horizon, you'll be all right. You won't feel ill. You'll be totally fine. So there I am on this boat. It's a storm. The, you know, the, the waves are going. So I, I remember standing up and just looking at the horizon and just fastening my eyes on the horizon. I didn't take my eyes off it. And, uh, and I stood there and suddenly I felt better. I thought, okay, this is not so bad. This is actually feeling better. Uh, I was a little bit demoralized when I looked at my watch and I realized that I had another three hours, 45 minutes of standing there. But I did that. And when I got off the boat, I was perfectly fine. I didn't catch any fish, but that's besides the point. But I was fine afterwards. And it taught me a lesson that Perspective means everything in this circumstance and these strange times in which we're living. You know, the danger, I think, is that we can look down on the circumstances. We can look down at what's going on around us. But the psalmist in Psalm 121 is giving us an absolutely crucial piece of advice. 
like a, it's almost like a rhema word for this season. I will lift up my eyes. I will do it. No matter if I feel it or not, no matter what's going on around me, I will lift up my eyes. I'm going to look uh, above the hills. And then the psalmist asks a really interesting question. Where does my help come from? Which is a kind of an interesting question for the psalmist to ask. It's very clear that when the psalmist asked that question, he already knew the answer. Technically, at least, he already knew the answer. Where does my help come from? And yet, he asked the question anyway. I think think sometimes in life, uh, and on the journey of faith, there are some questions that we believers need to ask ourselves repeatedly. I think that these strange times in which we're living really accentuate the need for that. You know, in a sense, for a lot of us, I guess, before uh, lockdown and before the pandemic, um, maybe life was kind of all right. Okay, maybe a few struggles here and there, but life was kind of okay. Uh, you know, you were going along, you were maybe getting a decent salary, life was okay for you. And then suddenly we're in this situation And then we're really conscious now of how much we need God. But the truth is, pre the lockdown, pre the pandemic, we needed God. And during the pandemic, we need God. And post the pandemic, we're going to need God. So it's not that our need of God ever diminishes because of circumstances. The truth is we always need God's grace all the time, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. But there are some circumstances that we go through that really highlight for us just how much we need God. And I wonder maybe whether that's something that the Holy Spirit is seeking to teach us in this season. He's seeking to remind us just how much We need him and need to depend on him. Where does my help come from? In other words, the gist of that question is, where are you rooting your expectations? And there's a question, there's a really good question for you to think about today. Where are you rooting your expectations? Are you rooting your expectation in government? Are you rooting your expectation in systems? Are you even rooting your expectations in the in your job i think it's always really unwise to base your personal identity in your career now um, this is not an anti-success statement because i think god wants us to be successful but i'm talking about our identity it is never a wise thing to root our identity in stuff or root our expectation in career or in financial security or whatever, because those things are fickle. Those things can come and go as the current circumstances are teaching us. So I think that's why the psalmist asked the question, where does my help come from? He's reminding himself. He's provoking himself. Great question for all of us to ask. Where does my help come from? You know, I remember many years ago, uh, I was uh, preaching in uh, America and uh, I was in a great church and at the end of the meeting, this really great young guy came to me and he said, can we meet for coffee some point this week? This young guy was renowned in that church community as a sort of an entrepreneur, the successful young guy who went into business and he made it big and, you know, earning a lot of money and so on. He said, can, can we have a chat this week? So I said, sure. So we, we arranged a coffee time and we went to, to a coffee shop, sat down and we had barely met when he burst into tears 
I mean, uncontrollable tears. And he said to me, I'm a broken man. He said, because I have made a massive mistake in the company and it's lost the company a lot of money. And he said, and, and I've lost my job. He said, I've totally lost my job. My reputation is in tatters. And he said, but I can't even bring myself to tell everybody in the church because, you know, so people think that I'm still this successful young guy. Nobody knows I've lost my job. And so I encouraged him in that moment. I, I sought to comfort him, encourage him. But it really hit home yet again the importance of not rooting your identity in your career or in anything else other than the solidity of God's character. Again, that truth is really highlighted, I think, in this season. Where does my help come from? Where does my help come from? And then, of course, the psalmist gives the answer. My help comes from the Lord, the maker of the heavens and the earth. And this is the final point, And I, I really want you to lean into this and get this. It's so interesting that when the psalmist answers his own question, the emphasis of his answer is in God's creative genius. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of the heavens and the earth. In other words, no matter how chaotic these circumstances may be, no matter how disorderly these circumstances may be, the God who I serve can create beauty in the midst of chaos. That's exactly how the world was, was made, according to the scriptures. He can create streams in the desert. And I wouldn't underestimate God in this season, ladies and gentlemen. You know, maybe you're, you're sort of wondering, how are we going to get through this? And, and uh, you know, we're, we're thinking of all kinds of things. I think, again, this is part of the worry that a lot of us are dealing with. We're worrying about church. For those of us who are pastors, you know, we're, 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 we're trying our best to serve, uh, you know, online church and do things well. But then in the back of our mind, how are things really? And it's sort of this sense of being completely out of control. Maybe you feel like this in your own life about your own job or your own family situation or whatever. And you're, you're, you're trying to think, well, how, you know, how are we going to get through this? But the psalmist's answer ought to be all of our answer. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of the heavens and the earth. He is able to create in the midst of this. He is able to create genius in the midst of this chaos. He is able to fulfill his purpose even in the midst of this terrible situation. And I believe that with all my heart. If we don't believe that God is in control and ultimately sovereign, then we need to go and reassess our theology. That doesn't mean that we get all our questions answered. Of course it doesn't. But it means that we have to put our faith in the solidity of who God is. He is the alpha and he's the omega. He is the beginning and he is the end. And he is able to create streams in the midst of your desert today. And I just want to encourage your heart. Don't, um, don't look down, look up. And do it as a decision of your heart. Say, I am going to look up. I am going to trust God. And he's going to help me through this season. 
So there you go, Psalm 121. Can I really encourage you to go and have a look at it, think about it, meditate on it, make it your anthem. I want to take one more minute to pray for you that God will really help you and your family through this time. And I want to just pray that God will seal his word into the depths of your heart. So let's pray together. Father, I thank you for everybody at the church at Junction 10. Thank you for the years that that church has been in existence. Thank you for the faithful leaders who are seeking to lead the church through this season. We give you praise for these amazing people. And now I just pray for everybody who has received this word today, that they'll go and meditate on Psalm 121, that we will, like the psalmist, we will lift up our eyes above the hills. Where does our help come from? It comes from you. You are the one who is our help, and we put our trust in you with childlike faith that we believe your word we reaffirm in our hearts our absolute conviction that you are in control that you are sovereign that you are god and that you will make a way where there doesn't even seem to be a way we give you praise in jesus name amen It's been so good to chat to you guys today. Just want you to know I'm praying for you and I'm rooting for you in this season. And may you know the peace and the protection of God as we progress on. God bless you guys.